That's right. That's right. You know it. You you know that tune, don't you? You know that tune by now. I I think you do. It's Godfather. 12 episodes in. Fodderheads, 12 episodes in. Mid-year. That makes a dozen, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite a backer's dozen, (laughs) but 12 is pretty good. (laughs) It Uh, is time for some fodder. Freedom fodder. Freedom fodder with a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Happy July 4th. Um, sort of, and now it's in the past by the time that uh, we'll post. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk. you had some, we had some food and fun yep, and fellowship. And, and Fireworks didn't keep you up all night. Yep. Um, had all your fingers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no emergency room right, visits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So here we are jumping in, uh, talking about, um, we're going to be looking at the, the On Being podcast. Yep. Uh, of which... It's really kind of the podcast that got me into podcasting. Would be would be listening to On Being. Okay, on the radio. kind of the, one of the very um, first ones that you listened to. I think so. I, I mean, I I think I when it came to listening on the radio, it was it was Krista Tippett. Okay, an excellent. It's been going on for me in and many and years. I read her books, and now she's you know I don't have to listen live. I can pull up the podcast yeah. and. Uh, of course, I've listened to a lot more now. But uh, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about <clears throat> whiteness and uh, white privilege, and it's kind of a, a hard conversation, uh, especially for two white guys. Mm-hmm. But it's a necessary conversation that uh, looking forward to, to jumping in yeah. and uh, discussing a little bit. Some but really good thoughts. But before we get there, we're gonna do uh, a little trivia and then um, a new segment that I'm excited Ooh, to uh, new to break out on All right. this on this great day. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, some world geography trivia. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I mean, this. I, I'm glad that you're in the hot seat because yeah. if you listen to the last episode, I'm not super great at this as I used to be. So, uh, so Greg, question one: Of which country is KLM the state airline? Uh, I didn't know this. I, do you think I'm going to know any of no. these? La, la, no, you'll know Great Britain, the Netherlands, the Netherlands. Okay. Question two: What is the largest lake in Africa? Oh God. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> I, I, that would that would assume I could name a lake in Africa, Lake, lake no. Victoria. Okay. Uh, question three: Beverly Hills is a suburb of which U.S. city? Uh, is it Los Angeles. That is correct. Okay. On the board. Ooh. On the board. There you go. Made one. Okay. Uh, not including Australia because it's classed as a continent. Which is the largest island in the world? Um, is, I mean, because Greenland it is, is, is it? Yes. I was just going to yeah, say, yeah. is that classified in the I, same way? No, Isn't I don't it? think so. No? Greenland's All right. not a, yeah. No, I kind of pulled that out of the air, but good job, I'll take good it. Job. Can you name the Earth's seven continents? Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> Asia. Yep. North America, South America, um, Europe, continents. So we did Australia. You yep. said that. I got five. Um, is Antarctica? Is yep. that part of it, right? And then... Oh, come on, Greg. What am I, what am I missing? Oh. I said North America, South America. <laughs> come on. 
Come on, listeners. I know you're you're screaming at me. I'm sorry. I can't. Africa. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Of course. Why was I skipping it? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. All right. Man. Uh, number six. Um, I got six. Big bonus points if you get this. The ruins of the ancient city of Pompeii mm-hmm. are near to which volcano? Vesuvius. Yes. There you go. Yep. Which is the least populated U.S. state? Oh. I mean, I, I think we're supposed to think of, like, Alaska, but I'm not sure that it no, is. No, it's not Alaska. Um, right in the... North Dakota. Nope, it is Wyoming. Wyoming, okay. Greece's highest mountain was home to the gods in Greek mythology. What is it called? Olympus. Yes. What is the official language of Brazil? Starts with a P. Oh, Portuguese. Yes, Portuguese. Okay, thanks yeah. for the tip. I was I was thinking that could have been the largest ancestries of American whites are from what country? Largest ancestries of American whites. Hmm. Um, not sure. I'll go Norway. Germany. Germany. Oh, Heineke. Come on. Germany, and then Irish. Okay. And then English, and then Italian. And then French, Polish, Scottish, Scotch, Irish, no, Dutch, even Norwegian is two percent, and Swedish is one percent. Okay, uh, Germany was seventeen percent. Hmm. So uh, the vast majority of white Americans also have ancestry from multiple countries. Sure. That, uh, yeah. So that the South. But yeah, but seventeen percent. Yeah. So um, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. All so right. we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about um, uh, how that all is relevant uh, today, uh, especially in in this uh, very uh, rapidly changing uh, culture that we're in. But first, I want to hear who you... (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to play (laughs) a song. Come on, come on. Guess who's coming to dinner? (laughs) Black Uhuru. Come on, I found it. It's awesome. I'm just glad that that's not like uh, a, a song that you listen to. No, never like heard of it. It's on the top of your playlist. But it fits so beautifully. It it, yes. It's going to be our it's going to be this segment. So, theme. guess who's coming to dinner yes. is a segment uh that I'd like to do that you know, it's it's been often used as kind of a maybe a party game or um, uh, who would you invite to your dinner party kind of thing. Uh, so if you can invite 11 people to get together for a conversation facilitated by you, hosted okay. by you, who would you gather and why? Here are the rules. that They can be alive or dead, known to you, or be total strangers to you. Um, let's assume that your spouse is an automatic invite, uh, so they do not need to be named okay. in your eleven. Um, so this this is gonna be ongoing. We're not gonna do all eleven tonight, um, but I would like you to reveal uh, one person uh, f- uh, first and why, and then a second person. So I'm again as the um, you know as I imagine how this would be. Uh, the first person gets there, and you got fifteen minutes with that first person, and then the next person comes in fifteen minutes, and then uh, 
the two of you or you yeah. with that with those you have two. a conversation you have a conversation then... that you know just three of you and then the next person comes and the next okay. person after after that every, yeah, every no, 15 minutes so i like it a lot I, I i envision like johnny carson or current show host where used to the people would stay yeah and have that right. conversation yeah. usually they didn't talk but yeah so my first person that would come that i would invite would be john wooden Okay, why? So John Wooden is was, because he passed away in June of 2010, was uh, a famous basketball coach um, specific to winning championships with UCLA, which I find super interesting, especially having been a basketball coach. Yeah. But that's not why I would invite him. Okay. I'd invite him because of his thoughts on leadership and really bringing uh, the definition of a true team yeah. and the ability of character and just fascinated with how he did that. Yeah. And then I would wonder, the question that I would have for him would be, do you think, John, could that happen today? Mm. Like how much was that, obviously him, but sure. taking that same thing, Keith, and I, yeah. I take that yeah. format, if you yeah. will, yeah. and I put UCLA now, could he take his same things or would the, the I call it the machine, could uh -huh. would the machine of society um, not allow that to happen? Oh. Easy example, just to drive home the point, yeah. would be he never recruited, which I found super fascinating. Yeah. He had, if, if someone came to him and spoke for that, yeah. that player or the player came to him, then he would recruit in uh -huh. that fashion. But recruiting in the sense of going out and all over the place. Um, scouring the country yeah. he just um, made his program and people came and people to want to come and be a yeah. part of it yeah. how awesome is that yeah, how that's... he doesn't scout he didn't scout he huh. would we can we can control the things that we can control huh. we're not worried about the other team wow fascinating i cool. would have yeah great conversation so you get john 15 wooden. minutes with john wooden yep, that's and how then, i would and start then an expert that's that's cool that's yeah. cool my mine is a little bit more uh emotionally motivated okay i would have my dad oh okay uh recently passed away listeners uh within the last uh year and um but not just because i miss my dad love my dad would love to just see my dad again yep. but my dad is one of the only people who could just out curious me um, and he could, he just was so astute at, at just being able to, to become fast friends with anybody and, and strike cool. up a conversation. And he asked lots of questions. He always asked me lots of questions. Uh, and so I would be, I would want to be strategic about having him there first, first, because that I would, I would want somebody who could break the ice with yes. people, yes. but you know, but just be able to, again, uh, be that, um, uh, yeah, that that great introduction. Um, sure, just pick, he, you know he would ask questions just like you would be. Like you'd yeah. probably be playing right. off yes. one another, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, super cool. And 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 it kind of just be like, okay, here's who I'm inviting, and just you know, I could just hear him be like, oh, all right, uh -huh. oh, I can't wait to ask him this or. Um, and so, uh, so I think that would, that would be pretty cool. I like that. So that's that, good. Would, that would be my first one. So we're going to do two. Yeah. My second though, uh, I, I think I'm, I need to think some more just about the strategy that you just mentioned. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. I, we're yeah. going to have to see about yeah. this guest list, yeah. but, um, for the moment, I guess I would say James Taylor. Okay. So he's still alive. So right. singer songwriter, yeah. um, hall of fame, all those different things. But I recently read a, a biography about his life and a lot of drugs, 
uh, huh. and just some challenges huh. yeah. and just almost stereotypical, but um, came to being famous in, in the 60s and just um, how he was raised and the songs. Cause he was punching out albums right. every couple of years yeah. and yeah. some awesome and yeah. typical when you yeah. have a whole bunch yeah. of them, yeah. some, some yeah. not so much. Yeah. Um, and how the songs, because he, he wrote everyone well it's not elvis yeah, Shout out to yeah, that yeah episode yeah, it wasn't yeah. 600 songs that other people wrote right but he does a few covers he he did um some carol king songs and whatever but his most famous probably being fire and rain and that being an early hit and now i've seen him numerous times but he's he has had a more recent album a couple of years ago or cd or whatever we call it now um but to play those songs over and over and over again. So that would be a question I would have. Yeah. It's like, that's awesome because people yeah. are paying to hear that. But you've been doing this for decades. And then it'd be interesting to have John Wooden there. Yes. And be like, how do the two of them, what common ground do they have? And what kinds of things then does that create? You and I know? think that needs to be part of this segment. Yes. I think we. I need to, again, I, I said I need to think about it because yeah. what would those two talk about? Like yeah. anticipating that right. piece because that's, yeah. that's a key. Because you mentioned uh -huh. like your dad. Well, what's he going to, so who's your second person? Well, and what would maybe your dad ask this individual? Well, the second person is is my, my dad's childhood hero, Mickey Mantle. Ah. And, uh, yeah, and, so and you have get, thought about this. Oh, already. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it would be just really fun for me to be a fly in the wall between those two talking. Sure. Um, but then bringing kind of this piece from, from the, you know, my dad, I'm sure, would be talking to him from, you know, his his childhood and, and but my dad's read up on him and I mean, yeah. like, it just fascinated with him. And yeah, there was, you know, alcoholism, you know, for sure in Mickey Mantle's, um, you know, life. Um, but then just being able to talk to a Hall of Famer, um, you know, from the classic era of yeah. baseball and, and what, what was the game like then? How did you craft, you know, your, your skills, what, well, you know, and, and that yeah. kind of, that, no, that would I, be I fascinating. Because that, um, that's super interesting to, like you're just saying there to just listen to them. Yeah. But then you yep. have your questions. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. And I could just picture my dad, like just lighting up, like Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Is coming, just walked you in know, the door. Like, just yeah. walked in the door. That's so, so cool. So yeah. All right. All right well, listeners. Well, so again, um, you know, Jump on the hashtag yeah, maybe and yeah. and throw in some people who become right. to dinner and yeah. we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so it's some fodder right. time. So fodder time. So who said it, Greg? I love being famous. It's almost like being white, you know. Famous comedian. Yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. I love being famous. It's almost like being white. Um, number two, hockey is a sport for white men. Basketball is a sport for black men. Golf is a sport for white men dressed like black <laughs> pimps. Uh, do I, I another comedian? Yeah, probably nope, not, no, not a comedian. This really? is uh, this is an athlete. Oh, uh, golfer, golfer, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. But... Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And number three, I don't see much future for the Americans. It's a decayed country. And they have their racial problem and the problem of social inequalities. My feelings against Americanisms, Americanism are feelings of hatred and deep repugnance. Oh. Is that an old quote? It is. Nelson Mandela? Nope. No? Adolf Hitler. Oh, Keith. 
Adolf Hitler. Hmm. So uh, let's use that as <laughs> our uh, <laughs> little... We're but, in the deep end already. So Hitler could see America's racial problem, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he uh, had a very interesting perspective, um, as we all know now from uh, from hindsight about uh, about the racial and social inequalities. But um, but then that now leads into how we still have this racial problem in America. Um, we still have the problem of social inequalities, uh, and it's repugnant to um, a, a repugnant leader like Hitler. Uh, and and yet, I think for most Americans, um, up until maybe just a couple of years ago, we thought we had this thing figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, slavery was abolished. Elected a black president. Bada bing, bada boom. We're not racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, all the uh, all the, the the killings and the mm-hmm. um, just the terrible, you know, just for being black, it was dangerous to be black in America. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Eula Bliss yep. is a writer and a. I think she's is she a professor too. I have she to is yep. yep professor at Northwestern, Northwestern University. Correct. She wrote an article that Krista Tippett and the people at On Being uh, uh, thought would be good to bring her in and talk about. Uh, on white debt, yeah. she wrote it for and the she's, New York she's Times. Caucasian, right? Right, okay. right. I think, she, as she talks about in the, <clears throat> I mean, she has a very um, you diverse know, family. diverse family like, life. But she is a white woman. Yep. Krista Tippett's a white woman. You and I are both um, white. Having this conversation about white debt, uh, an important conversation, one that you know. Um, what what I especially liked was uh, we're we're totally inadequate in talking about this in many regards, and yet it's still important to talk about. Yep. Uh, on a lot of different levels. So. I, I think that would be where I would start, Keith. As she said, it actually Krista used it as a quote to start promoting the podcast, and then uh, Eula says it later. But if you can't talk about something, you can't think about it. Right, and so, vice versa. Yep. yep. I, I just that that resonated with me right away to be like, yep, this is is a hard conversation, but right. we gotta we gotta start talking about it right. so we can we can have some action. Right. Then. So here's here's the 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 metaphor that that Eula uses. Uh, the state of white life is that we're living in a house we believe we own, but that we've never paid off. So that is uh, kind of the 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 starting point. Um, uh, of of this idea that uh, that we are in debt, and um, and we have this kind of ignorance, maybe that um, that we're not. Um, you know, she talks about later on, like if you have this conversation and somebody doesn't get pissed off, then there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, bitterness yes. and resentment that's underneath this. Um, you know, you. I, you hear people, I work for everything that I've ever gotten. I don't, you know, back into it. And, you know, you, you want to honor their position. Well, at the same time, you know, learning that, well, there's a lot of, you know, African-American people that have worked really hard for things. And yep. yet they didn't get the same, um, you know, outcome as we did. And chances are there's a reason for that. Yep. Um, so, I, I don't know. I thought um, one of the first thing that... Uh, that kind of jumped out at me. She was talking about how, you know, this word complacency just doesn't quite get after what, um, the, the, this white privilege, Mm -hmm. if you will, has become, 
Um, it's unwillful blindness. Yes. That, you know, it's unintended blindness uh, in a lot of ways, um, but it's still blindness. Yeah. And it's still becoming aware of of our blindness yeah. that that's really uh, important. Well, two verbs that also tie into that that's that stuck out to me were uh, coasting and relaxing. She talked about coasting through life and relaxing into your privilege. Mm. Relaxing is is a great word for me to to think about even because that's the piece is we're not thinking. When you're relaxed, you're kind of just Right. Just sitting back yeah. and I don't have to think. I don't yeah. have to think about how I behave right. about my house, about like honestly anything. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, or I haven't had to, and that's yeah. where the debt comes in. Whereas right. other people and she talks about um her son a lot throughout, yeah. throughout this podcast yeah. and, and conversations that she's had with mm-hmm. him when he was really young. Yeah. As well as I don't know how old he is, but it seems like elementary school of some level. Right. Um and his questioning things and she talked about made the comparison about um an African American parent having to just teach raise your child a certain way because of it or you potentially could be killed and it's not an embellishment you've got to dress this way you've got to be in these places at this time and not in these places at this time and yeah and it's like yeah we all you know but we don't go to that length no you know like we don't we don't have to be afraid you know most times as our our white child you know uh, leaves the house that something terrible could happen if if they aren't you know um vigilant about or even if they are vigilant yeah that's the other thing that's exactly right is yep you can do all those do all the right things still it still might not matter yeah and she it, it struck her which then struck me that she mentions uh neighbors being african american um, and I think we could extend that beyond, um, yeah. you know, this, Any this person is more of, than yeah, just right. whites and blacks and yeah. whatever, like just other than white. Um, yep. And she said, it struck me that the, um, these people are not having the same experiences as, as right. I am. And she mentions neighbors. So, yeah. again, they get along. There's no yeah. animosity, frustration, anger, right. any of those things. Right. But then she looked at back to the house piece they have a they're having a totally different experience about yeah, this right than there's, i am who lives right next door and we everything else seems to be yeah, the same we we don't have the i mean but there's a resignation that they have where it's like well that'll never happen for me yeah you know um and then and that usually is kind of that wake up to us to say like well, well why not you know and and it's then that you learn oh you know i'd never I never, I never thought about that from your perspective. And why would we? Because, like you said, I'm relaxed and everything kind of just works out. How, and how, how could why you know why, exactly? Why would I? Why would you know? So she has a coin phrase. What did you think about? Did you take any notes? Notes on the opportunity opportunity hoarding hoarding. So we talk about in education a lot about opportunity gap, and that's not what this mm-hmm. necessarily is about. But related to that is people being able to have those different opportunities. Right. And she said opportunity hoarding. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That cut right to the heart. I know. I'm, I'm, you know, cause you want the very best for your kids and we're in a place where we can get the very best for our kids without hardly any resistance. Yeah. And, um, and there's resistance for, um, people uh, of of color, mm-hmm. you know, like and 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 how we make may, again maybe the maybe it's unwillful blindness at work, but whatever it is, we're we're 
hoarding all these opportunities for for our kids and not even you know considering that that by giving opportunities to our kids we might be taking away yes. from others and i think that's the key part of it. it it wasn't like well we'll all just i've got mine we'll let you have yours yes. with me as well as right. it's because i have mine you don't have yours yes so it is there is a cost it's right. at the expense of another right so as i continue to live this way and i'm doing my thing yeah. like that's why that debt part mm-hmm. is is critical mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why she wrote that um right. that article because yeah. it is at the expense of someone else and i think for the most part hopefully um people once you would know that and realize that we can behave differently and maybe that's the rub is we're not right and it's and it's it's not just then saying oh well i'm not going to do this it's becoming more aware of of just how far back that that opportunity hoarding goes and Mm. uh, you know learning about the housing and how housing was handled after the war and how certain you know basically the you know white white people had had first pick mm-hmm. and there were you know discrimination on mortgages given to african americans and they could only they could only live in certain parts and how then that created this you know, huge, huge opportunity, opportunity hoarding and, yeah. and, and big gap. It, um, it's how the cities have, have developed right. ghettos as, yes. as a some right. piece of that. Yes. And, and it may, and maybe it isn't a hundred percent true for us today, or maybe it is. And I, I mean, I, again, like I, I don't really know, like, mm-hmm. um, I would assume that it would still happen quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I mean, well, they talk about like uh, the pay scale and how you know women don't get paid as much yeah. as men, and you know African Americans and people of color don't get you know like, ah, yeah. uh, it's just so it's paralyzing. Um, and and she talks about that too, like, how do I make it better? Um, and and then kind of you know transitioning into how um, you know guilt that that having that guilt about it. Um, gets a bad rap, mm-hmm. like, but how that is a good place to start, actually, mm-hmm. um, to, to just welcome having that, um, and, and that that is actually a good place to start as you start to look um, look at the situation and how debt debt in German means guilt. Yes, um, which I think is really fascinating. I, I agree, but. So she mentions also about that language is getting too much power. We're spending too much yes. time on the racist language. And there's absolutely, especially with the tweets that are sent out and the different social medias and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and important, again, uh, language is powerful. Right. She's not necessarily saying that it isn't important, but she is clarifying that we are spending so much time on it that it gives it too much power. Exactly. And that we need yeah. to spend, instead, she would like us to spend more time on the actions, give energy yeah. to the action piece, make sure right. that we, um, we, we put forth effort towards those types of crimes and the action that someone yeah. isn't doing something some way versus, yeah, I, I just won't talk that way. Exactly. I, I, I won't. Um... Right. And it's all, and I think I talked about this at the beginning, like allowing yourself to have inadequate conversations because yeah. it is so complex and you can't just figure it out and then have the conversation. It, it is kind of like you're, you're figuring it out as you're talking about Correct. it. Um, and, and how um, you can't be silent on the subject. And, and, it, and it is about being aware of uh, what she calls your partial understanding of it. Mm-hmm. 
and how she then would that, rather have yeah. that. Yeah. Sometimes again, exactly. that's offensive, right. but at least yeah. all right. Hey, we're trying to figure we're that. We're trying out. to figure this we're, out. We're trying yeah. to talk, yeah. and, and rather than be paralyzed so much that you don't say anything, because right. you aren't going to grow without that dialogue. Exactly. Yes, yeah. and especially again in the 21st century, she, she's mentioning that we're so worried about that that um, we we get hung up on that past rather than thinking about. She, she says we think that we've known this for so long, right? The 21st century. Now we've been right. dealing this for decades. Yep. We we know what we need to be able to do, right? But we don't exactly. It's now time, she says. Even that, I want to interject here. This episode, um, not too long ago, it was I think 2018 and uh, 2018. Yeah. But it originally was recorded even before that. Yeah, it was but 2016. Like, yes, when everything was hitting the fan. So I find that interesting yeah. too. Like she's having that conversation during that, and now yes. we're three years yes. later or so. Right. And where have we? I know. Where have we come. Well, it's like it's like everything just exploded then, and now we're still in that that blast radius. Um, trying, trying to put ourselves together again. And, and again, I've had these conversations here and there. Um, and, and I do get a lot of resistance, um, from, from people, uh, who are very opinionated on it or it's, it's just total, like, I, I, I don't know what to think about it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm finding myself drawn more to this. That's, you know, I, I don't, necessarily want to f- uh, form really hard opinions on it um, because I just don't know enough and I can't True. like I cannot speak for that because that has not been my experience mm-hmm. um, but but to kind of go into it with you know that and again I'm a lifelong learner you know teach me and and mm-hmm. and also um, you know there is a way as now as a parent and raising children um, that are that are you know younger to again have that conversation and begin working through it from their level too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, so and how she's, that comes she's up. talking to her son who's asking about yeah. um, race. Mm-hmm. It comes up mm-hmm. and he makes a comment about um, the an analogy was about being on this team. And yeah. It's related to skin color and whatnot. Yeah. And she, she says to him, I thought this was great mm-hmm. um, because he doesn't want to be a part of that team. Yeah. And he says, well, you, she said to him, you may be stuck on this team, but you do not have to play by its rules. Right. So it's finding that time. When do you violate that rule, and exactly. how do you do that properly? Right. It's, right. She says, "Yes, we need to have those hard conversations, but at the same time, you need to be graceful because people yeah. are. It, it's yeah. it is ignorance. Yeah, but yeah. we've you can't ignorance by itself is not so great, right? Right. Um, right. It's we can overcome that ignorance with with action. Have those yes. conversations. Reach out to other people. Right. Um, let's get into communities uh, and and." be a community right and stumble your way through it and, yeah. and all the imperfect language and everything but just become informed and and even just that information uh gathering is still i mean that is showing tremendous care and compassion for your neighbors um and just becoming aware and how she just talks about how but that learning is going to be upsetting yeah you know um and and yep and, and all different expect it ways yeah expect that you're going to be oh you know and but as soon as it starts to be like well then i'm not i'm not going to think i don't want to think wrongly about it that's when you got to give yourself that compassion and say i you know um but the conversation's still worth it i'm not going to yep keep going paralyze myself keep going so to just keep keep having that conversation yeah. that uh she she talked about i one of the last things she kind of said was uh, we owe each other trust until the trust is broken yeah. and how that trust is is a radical act and and how it, 
if you're a trusting person, you're likely to get hurt. Um, but if you're if you're too suspicious or fearful, um, you're also likely to get hurt. So you, you're you're going to get hurt either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know we we owe it to to begin to try and form form some trust. Um, yes. Trust uh, with one broken. another. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Action. Right. S- she says, see people. Right. Like, look at them and see them as a, as another human being. Um, right. Emotions and feelings and, and just the complexity of it all. Yeah. And let, let's yeah. grow from that. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I, a very powerful, um, a lot of takeaways. Uh, probably just, we can't do it justice here, but no. I uh, really encourage you to, to check that, check that out. It's called Let's Talk About Whiteness. Uh, aired um, a couple different places, but if you go to On Being, I'm sure you can find it. Yep. Um, easy enough. Uh, and so the other the other additional fodder on this topic that, um, again, kind of kind of embarrassed about uh, Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth is is known as uh, the day an American holiday that commemorates June 19th, 1865. Uh, after the announcement of abolition of slavery in the U.S. state of Texas. So uh, Emancipation Proclamation came January 1st of 1863, but it wouldn't be another two years mm. until everybody truly honored it. <laughs> and so this day, June 19th, uh, 1865, is celebrated in 46 states in the United States. Um, Hawaii, the Dakotas, and Montana do not uh, do not honor it, but Honestly, I had no idea yeah. that this was a thing until just a couple of days ago. So it's and coming I, up in about a week. Once this is well, no, it was June, June nineteenth. Oh, June nineteenth. So Not it already July, passed. Yeah, July fourth. So we're bad, we missed it. We missed it. Um, but uh, I'm not going to miss it again. No. And and uh, try and find ways to to honor it uh, in, in in a way that's again. Um, yeah, honors honors my neighbors. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so if you didn't know about it, if you didn't know about it, good for you. If you didn't, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, another uh, podcast to check out that I think um, we should uh, consider listening to, um, uh, Counter Stories on NPR. Hmm. Have you heard of that? No. I hadn't heard of it either. My wife listens to it. Um, okay. They discuss race, identity, social justice, and culture in a region grappling with demographic changes. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, hosts of, of color uh, that have that, that um, dialogue. Cool. So... Um, yeah, other things, uh, lots of, lots of ways to get into the dialogue. There's of course the, uh, um, of course I say like, uh, like I knew about it, uh, the, uh, the reparations conversation question, uh, restitution should, um, so basically it's, um, yeah, should it, we be accountable do you, do you know more about this? Not not a lot beyond what you have here. Only I, I, I believe I'm I'm speaking properly with the um, money being so because of the slavery. Yeah. And then being able to um, their families and what they've right. all gone. We through. got all this free labor. Yeah. At their at their at expense. Their expense. So let's let's give them some some support. And and then we just said, oh, now you're free, but we didn't actually like you know pay back yep. the the suffering that was caused. Correct. So, um, so that's a conversation that's been going on that I'm going to be paying a little bit more attention Government's to. Kind of um, going back and forth. So, over it. yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it, whether it goes through or not, it's it's kind of having in the back of your mind, like you know, maybe this I didn't do this directly, but 
I have probably yep. done it um, well, un- unwillfully. Here's that house, and yeah. you're living in it. Right. So let's um, but let's hope that. I want to end on a positive note. There was a school, and um, I don't remember where that she talked about where students uh, stood up to the administration when they wanted to do a major renovation on their on their school and said, there's other schools in this district that don't even have textbooks and we're talking about doing a renovation here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's put that um, aside and, and look at um, these other schools that don't even have the basics. Yeah. So, so people are standing up and um, making their voices heard and uh, we can't expect that this is a, or, or should, this should be a battle that, you know, people of color uh, should fight alone that, uh, we have an opportunity to walk alongside and yep. and uh, and lend our support and um, and protest too. So, so thanks for spending some time with us. We yeah. would like to add some value to your lives. I have a shout out for my friend Rio, who is a, Rio. a, a, a subscriber now. All right. So make sure that if you haven't done so, please subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, you can certainly send us a tweet at at hashtag Godfather Podcast or hashtag Fodder Time. Follow me at Gregory Heineke or follow Keith at Good Godfather. Uh, he also has some uh, things to think about. He's written about at becominganewblogspot.com. Check that out as well. Um, and we look forward to spending some time with you again in the near future. 